Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Shakita's Moments in Truth. This episode, as always, was brought to you by SJS Comprehensive Services, where financial health and mental health are the cornerstones to healthy living. So today, um, I was actually, I'm going to be kind of touching more on the mental health side today. Um, In the middle of sessions today, I decided to look up some information on self-care and I remembered that I actually located this self-care starter kit that I thought was very um, informative, you know, for my listeners. So I'm like, you know what, let me share some information on self-care. You know, these days and ages, you know, everyone is so busy, you know, whether it's work related, whether it's, you know, taking care of home life, um, you know, you name it. And one thing that I am noticing that is a common trend is that we do not indulge in any type of self-care. You know, um, we tend to forget that we have to take care of ourselves in order to effectively take care of others. Um, I know in the mental health world specifically, you know, as, as a mental health uh, counselor, it is important for me to make sure that mentally and physically I'm taken care of so that I can give my clients what they need, you know? And so as a part of what I share, I researched, um, I have a packet from a company called Homewood Health. And they actually put together a really cool self-starter, self-care starter kit. And I wanted to just share this with all of you all. So first, just to understand the benefits of self-care. You know, self-care helps to prevent burnout. Um, it helps uh, relationships. And it also helps you be more effective. You know, as far as burnout, you know, we all have been there, I'm sure. You know, just been going and going and just living this rat race of life where you wake up and go to work and come home and wake up and go to work and come home. And at a certain point, you just really get burnt out. You know, and when, you, when you're burnt out, you are not producing how you should. You don't have the energy that you need to. And also mentally, it takes a toll on you. You know, burnout really, really, really can take a toll on you mentally. You start to question like, why am I even here? What am I doing with my life? You know, um, but by incorporating self-care, you know, according to what they shared in this article here, you know, it'll allow you to, you know, be able to rejuvenate and get your body back, you know, uh, to where it needs to be, allow you to rest for a moment before you start back up, you know, to get into your normal activities. Um, as far as relationships, you know, definitely help it, it, it'll help you maintain a healthy relationship with yourself and other people. You know, some like when you feel good, you're, you want to be around other people when you're happier, other people will be happier, you know, but if you're walking around burnout and, you know, just complaining all day, chances are others are going to feel that and it can affect your relationship. Um, and then also just making you more effective. It talked about um, when you take time for yourself and you give your body the food, rest, and activity it needs, you will actually have more energy to meet the demands of daily life. You know, and so that's very important. Okay. Um, so in reference to building a self-care plan, you know, I was actually talking to a client today and she was like, where do I begin with self-care? Like, what does that mean? What do I do? And so one thing I talked to her about, the first step um, that we talked about was developing coping skills, 
Okay, so some positive coping skills that you can incorporate daily is just practicing deep breathing. Um, There is a technique that I actually teach kids um, that come in and they are, you know, needing assistance with being able to calm down when they become really frustrated. And when we practice in deep breathing, I tell them to smell the roses and blow the bubbles. Uh, One of our therapists that works with me, she shared that concept and I thought it was great. You know, so they are going to smell the roses and blow the bubbles and it teaches you to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth now some people may say deep breathing like who needs that but trust me it helps because you're focusing on bringing yourself you know just calming your heart rate bring your heart rate down bring your pulse rate down where you can just relax Um, another positive coping skill is learning like stretching and yoga Um, There's also meditation, which I have definitely been utilizing a lot. And trust me, trust me when I tell you, it definitely works. Um, Specifically for me, I enjoy guided um, meditation. Uh, There's an app that I use called Insight Timer. And that app is fantastic because it allows me to choose um, different uh, meditations, like with different lengths of time and different categories. And there's always a person that's speaking and guiding me on, what I should be meditating about at that time. And it is just fantastic. Um, You can also listen to music, exercise, reading, taking a bath. So just anything that will allow you to incorporate some type of relaxation. Okay. Now, just as there are positive coping skills, there are also negative coping skills. So some negative coping skills when you are burnt out and when you really know that you need a break, you may find yourself yelling more than normal, um, acting aggressive, overeating. You know, a lot of us are emotional eaters and when we're not feeling great, you know, we tend to turn to food. Um, drinking excessive amounts of alcohol, smoking, biting your nails, taking drugs, skipping meals, and also withdrawing from your friends and family. You know, so those are some negative coping skills uh, to what's affecting you in your life. Okay. So step two to building a healthy uh, self-care plan is to identify just, you know, regular daily self-care. Okay. And according to this article with Homewood Health, um, one of the questions that it asks is, what are you doing to support your overall well-being on a day-to-day basis? Do you engage yourself in self-care practices now? Are you more active in some areas of self-care than others? And so some areas of self-care can include physical, and that's whether you eat regular and healthy meals, uh, getting a good night's sleep, regular exercise and medical checkups. There's emotional self-care. So engaging in positive activities, acknowledging your own accomplishments and expressing your um, emotions in healthy ways. There's also spiritual health care, health self-care. Um, reading inspirational literature and self-reflection, meditation. Uh, There's professional self-care. So pursuing meaningful work, maintaining a healthy work-life balance, positive relationships with your coworkers, and time management skills. There's also social self-care. So again, maintaining healthy relationship with your family and your friends, scheduling dates with your partner or spouse, And also asking your family for support, you know, when you need it, asking your friends for that support, um, financial self-care, 
understanding how your finances are impacting your quality of life, creating a budget or a financial plan, and also paying off your debt. And then psychological self-care. So taking time for yourself, disconnecting from electronic devices, learning to journal, pursue new interests, learning new skills, accessing psychotherapy or life coaching or counseling through your EAP if you have one at your current job, okay? Um, Now, when engaging in self-care or when learning how to implement self-care, sometimes you may need an emergency plan. Like sometimes there may be a crisis that may come your way and you don't necessarily have the time to like, oh my God, let me create a strategy. But you can do some emergency tools. So some emergency self-care tools, again, goes into relaxation or staying calm. So whether this is taking a walk, deep breathing, meditation, um, then there's also uh, self-talk. So there is a concept in um, the mental health field where it's called negative self-talk. And a lot of times, you know, we are all guilty of having negative self-talk. When something is going on, we're putting ourselves down before anyone else can even do so. Before anyone else is judging us, we're judging ourselves. So learning how to use positive self-talk. So in the midst of a crisis, some helpful self-talk tools can include saying, I'm safe. I can do this. You know, I'm not by myself. I'm not alone. I am strong. You know, so those positive self-talk to get you through this crisis. And I could give you an example of that. I, um, I was driving uh, my daughter to a class one day and a car ran the red light and he almost hit us. And my anxiety level went through the roof. And normally in a situation like that, if I was faced with severe anxiety, especially surrounding driving, I wouldn't be able to drive my car anymore. But I immediately started to say, I'm safe and I'm okay. I'm safe and I'm okay, Shakita. It's okay. I don't have to pull over because the car didn't hit me and I'm okay. And I just kept saying that to myself and kept saying it to myself until I was able to get myself down to a safe place. You know, so I'm a living witness that it does work. Um... There's also some mood um, activities to help support a positive mood. So again, choosing the right music to listen to. You know, sometimes when we're in a mood in a crisis, we tend to navigate to music that is going to support what we're feeling, but we don't want to do that. You want to find more uplifting and positive music that you can use. Um, Also enjoying just outside scenery. You know, depending on where you live, it may be beautiful outside right now. You may be on the water, you know, so just enjoying that uh, scenery. And then also a positive um, emergency self-care tool is resilience. You know, so what or who helps you to get through difficult times? You know, so thinking about what you can do right now at that moment, okay? Now, as far as uh, self-care, you also want to work on really deciding what may be some barriers for you. You know, so sometimes we may you know, in a sense, I try to identify what's going to keep me from engaging in self-care. So again, I'll give you an example. I was speaking with the client about incorporating self-care and uh, she immediately said, well, I just don't have time for that because, you know, I have my children to take care of. And I said, but if you're not okay, how can your children be okay? Like she immediately created a barrier. Oh, well, I don't have money to do that. And I'm like, well, engaging in self-care doesn't mean you have to spend money. 
There's a lot of free things you can do out here to help you with managing your yourself, you know? So we have to reflect and examine what our barriers are. And then once we identify those barriers, we should replace those and work on reducing those barriers as much as possible because self-care is definitely, definitely needed. Okay. So with this information that I share, you know, one activity I would love to share, you know, with you guys is to create a plan, you know, create your own daily self-care plan or your own monthly self-care plan. I know with myself, um, which I am going to be getting back to, but I would get a facial and a massage every three weeks, every three months, you know, and I will budget accordingly. Um, the place that I went to, they're not expensive at all. And so I will budget accordingly and I will plan, you know, and look forward to my massage and my facial every three months. And that was just like, that was my go-to, you know, I loved it. But in the meantime, in between time, you know, during that time I would incorporate, you know, working out and, you know, and getting outside. So some different types of activities you can look into to promote, uh, self-care is writing in a journal, um, finding a cause you can volunteer for making a gratitude list, um, treating yourself to a nice meal and actually taking a nap. Oh my God. I love naps. Like I love, love, love naps. Like, you know, in the middle of the day, to just stop for one moment and say, you know what? I am going to go to sleep right now today. I don't care what's going on, but I need a break. You know, adult naps are okay. Okay. And I am notorious for taking a nap. Trust me. Um, listening to music, practicing yoga, uh, photography, reading a book, writing a blog, doing a podcast, you know, like I'm doing now. Um, try a new hobby, get a massage, buy yourself flowers, you know, and I think, you know, buying something for yourself is really great. And that's another reason why I actually started to, um, purchase the brown sugar box. And for those of you who are not familiar, um, it's a company Izzy and Live. Um, they have created these boxes where every single month you do pay a subscription, but you actually receive a gift for, you know, to you at your home every single month. And oh my God, the stuff that is in these boxes are just so uplifting. And it's very, you know, dear to me because it's actually something that I get for myself. You know, it's many of days where I would have every intention on going shopping for myself. But when I leave out of the store, I don't have anything for myself. You know, I, you know, I put my kids, you know, before me, you know, and so I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get these boxes, you know, and I'm going to figure out the cost. I need to implement this every month and I love it, you know, so buying something for yourself, you know, it's really, really great. Um, having a movie marathon or binge watching, you know, we all love the binge watch on something, but that's great because you're taking your time away. And that's just some different things. Also, you know, maybe in your area, you may have a support group where it's just something you may be interested in a, in a hobby and you want to just get involved. It's just something where you can actually use for yourself. Okay. Now that's all I have for right now, but I do want to say if you are interested in learning more about self-care, there is an amazing self-care wheel that I'm looking at in this package and it comes from, um, this is called the self-care assessment workbook from transforming the pain, a workbook on vicarious traumatization, um, 
this is a book it was written in 1996 but also recreated in 2013 the website where you can find it is actually at www.olga o-l-g-a phoenix p-h-o-e-n-i-x Dot com and it's a fantastic wheel where it just kind of show you how to balance your life out what are some things you can do in all of the areas including physical psychological emotional spiritual personal and professional to incorporate more self-care okay so that's all I have for today um, I just wanted to just it was on my heart to just share this you know it's the beginning of the year and I just think that you know now is a great time to just reflect on you know what can I do for me and it's not about being selfish it's just about taking care of yourself and ensuring that you're okay so that you can take care of those around you okay so again I thank you so much for tuning in to Shakita's moments of truth thank you